Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and Dilly Dally, Shilly Shally, and with me this week are... <laughs> Vanessa Cahill. <laughs> John Lucero. That's what this podcast is. It is just Dilly Dally and Shilly Shally, or... Guys, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this week we're talking about Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, a movie that came out September 14th, 2005 in Japan, and I forget exactly when it came out in the States, but it was a straight-to-DVD release, basically, from there. Um, before we get started on that, have you guys ever seen this before? No. <laughs> no, I've not. I remember, I remember it was a big deal when it came out, and uh, I, but no, I've, never, I've not seen a single second movie prior to watching it now. Okay, well, oh boy. So I guess uh, I guess I'm coming as the voice of experience once again, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> um, when this originally came out, I was not really a fan of Final Fantasy VII to the point where I think you need to be to really enjoy this movie. I thought it was an okay game, but I ended up having a, like a kind of a seeming hate for it just because I got to the very end of the game where you go into the crater to go fight Sephiroth. And my disc was scratched, and I could not get any further than that, so I spent God knows how many hours of my life, and I couldn't even finish the fucking thing. So I really started just everything about Final Fantasy VII, I started hating, and then I was working at GameStop um, at the time when this came out. I kind of fell into the hype of people saying, oh, it's really cool, so I ended up buying it, and almost immediately regretted that purchase. (laughs) So, yeah. Um... Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's that, that's my story with this. I, I've seen this. This is probably the this is the third time I've seen this the now. Third I watched time. It. <laughs> I watched it a second time. Actually, it was like two years ago, just before we started this podcast. Why? I, it, Why? It was on Crackle, and it, I was just like looking for something to do, and I was like, you know, I wonder if this is as bad as I remember it. And sure enough, it it kind of was. <laughs> so, Little did you know you have to watch it th- a third time in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I had known we were going to do this. Thankfully, um, I, I will have to say this, um, us skipping ahead a little bit in our uh, schedule, because we were supposed to do, what, Alone in the Dark, Ooh. and then... Uh, yeah, a Pokemon. A Pokemon of some sort. And a Pokemon movie. Um, we actually caught this just as just before it was going to leave Crackle, because uh, it was streaming on there for free at the moment. Uh, by the time this goes up, it might not be, because uh, mm. I think it's scheduled to go off March 31st. So we actually kind of did ourselves a favor oh. by jumping on this grenade now. <laughs> Look at us. Our, our poor audience won't be able to watch it for free. How disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's not a single YouTube rip you can't find anywhere at all if you look hard enough. I think I think you can rent it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure that I, I, you can rent this anywhere. I'm sure, but I'm saying I'm sure somebody put it on oh, YouTube yeah, for free if you just dig hard enough. Yeah. Or at any uh, other uh, varieties of internet dumpsters if you go digging deep enough. So. Anyway, uh, as for the game itself, um, Vanessa, uh, why don't why don't you kick us off with how much you've played Final Fantasy VII <laughs> before? Because this will be brief. There we go, John. John, not not one of those forty-seven Final Fantasy games. Uh, not even yeah. a single one. Although I have played Kingdom Hearts, and I know that some Final Fantasy characters make it in there a little bit, right? Yep. 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 Um, Cloud and Sephiroth are both in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. The first. There we one. go. Uh, there's much less of those as the series goes on. But uh, me, I have never finished this game. I don't think I've gotten out. Of, I don't think I've finished the Midgar section of this game before. Uh, I played the demo a lot as a kid. You know, what, let's uh, <laughs> let, wait. Oh, the demo of the uh, oh, okay, the PS One demo. I was gonna say, let's save the demo talk for the, uh, uh, for the bonus segment. No, I have not played, played the new. One. I have not played the new demo. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, but I played the original de- demo uh, a whole bunch actually as a kid. Um, so I know I know the very opening of this game very very well. <laughs> so that's about it. And I do know the major story beats for the most part. I've learned over over the years, but I've yeah I, I have no other connection to this, to Final Fantasy VII than that. Um, as for me, I briefly told you my original kind of plane of this thing. Um, and, jeez, oh, it's got to be like three years ago now, we did a game club where Anthony and Luke and I uh, went through and played Final Fantasy VII again. It was the first time I played it in I don't know how many years, but all of the modern things that the Square kind of remakes have had where you can speed the game up really helped kind of get me through this game. And I turned out to end up not really disliking it nearly as much as I thought I was going to. Um I'd say I'm kind of like right in the middle about it. I think it's an okay game. I certainly wouldn't recommend playing it 
in its original format, but if you can get it like the PS4, the Xbox One, the Switch on Steam, and play it with like all the speed up options and stuff like that, and maybe play with a wiki on the plot because the translation is still a goddamn mess. <laughs> um, I've heard. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of come around where originally I I had a seething hatred of this game. To yeah, it's okay. Um, where would you rank? Kinda where, I where would you today. rank it about fantasy games? I know you've played more than I have. Oh geez, um, man, this is probably this probably would be like right in the middle for me. Like six is my favorite. I know that. Uh, four might be my second favorite. I don't know. I I've got a really hard time like kind of pinning down exactly where I would put a lot of these, just because I didn't play a lot of them as an adult. I suppose like I haven't touched like Final Fantasy four in probably fifteen years. I've never finished four. I, I've played four. Yeah. Um, boy, let me see. Let me let me run through them all real quick here. Uh, I played. <laughs> Play, played one. I tried to play two. That's the one where you have to basically attack yourself to get strong, and that's not. Uh, it was that's, just that's not a real life. <laughs> well, that's true. That is very true. Uh, Final Fantasy three. I tried playing on the on the DS for a while and kind of got bored of that one. Final. Let's see. Four. I've played. I think four times. Maybe I've never played the After Years just because it didn't seem to be interesting at all five i really like mechanically i mean story it's kind of a throwaway thing but it's like a really good mechanical game six again one of my absolute favorites uh one of my absolute favorite soundtracks of of like any video game ever like easily top i'd say top 10 still to this day for me um seven again middle ground eight i've kind of come around on eight and playing the remaster a little bit i like it more than i did originally now that i understand the battle system and that you don't need is to abuse the junction system or whatever it was or the draw system the squall yeah. still suck um you know given the context i've learned like some of the stuff about squall now on the translation like they had a hard time kind of conveying squall's personality from japanese to english mm-hmm. i'm kind of a little bit less pissed off about how or not pissed off but just like ugh, about squall than i was originally um nine's a cute little throwback it's I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's That's a cool. nice game, but I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you should play that one. Um, ten, I could not play very long. I thought it was insufferable. That's uh, definitely I, bottom, I like bottom tier for me. That's like, well, I was like the age where ten was was new when I was young. So it was, I, I feel like a lot of them are just like based on what age you played them at, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, ten, two, I've never played. Jeez. Um, uh, Eleven, never played. 12, I haven't played more than like 10 hours of, and I really need to play that because that's a Matsuno uh, joint. So Jesus, good. I love Matsuno. Uh, 13, I've put about 15 hours into it, and I've kind of come around on it as far as the battle system goes. Like, I enjoy the battle system, and the paper-thin kind of characters are kind of dumb, but whatever. Uh, never played 14. And 15, we've had multiple discussions <laughs> about how much I, I how much we all enjoy 15. 15 so. is great. Yeah, all you people out there that are hating are... are... Fuck you. Stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen is a fine game. Yeah. It's a little cheesy, but and the combat's a little wonky. Yes, but it is. It's I still, I still enjoy problems, fifteen. But I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good game overall, though. So, anyway, that'll that'll that's kind of my history with Final Fantasy as a as a series. I mean, you know, I've also played some of the Saga games and you know uh, some of the spinoff stuff. Like I actually was just playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper, the mobile game, before. You guys got on the call with me just to kind of kill some time. So there get, we go. Getting the mindset for this uh, this journey yeah, we're about to much. together. Yeah, yeah. This 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 long arduous journey of into the world of Final Fantasy VII. So anyway, um, that about wraps up on my end. You guys have anything else you want to add before we get onto the walkthrough? This uh, thing? Uh, no, <laughs> I do not. Thank God. Keep it this on. Is, this is. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be a long one, I think. So, all right. So it opens up with to those who love this world, a new friendly company they're in. This reunion is for you, and everyone else. Good luck trying to follow this fucking thing, because <laughs> dear God Almighty, if 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 I drug somebody to see this movie on a date, and they had to sit there, I'd imagine this would be the first and last date. <laughs> I don't think they'd sit there. I think they, they would just leave you at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I would say the first 10 seconds when it's playing like the iconic music from this game is probably the best part of this movie. It's like that. I'm like, oh, that's good music because Final Fantasy 7 has good music, I think. it's uh, Yeah. And it also brought me back because it's, it's like the menu music too, I think. 
Um, yeah, and then everything else after that is uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, so we kick off with Red Thirteen, which Vanessa, that is the uh, lion thing. The lion. That, yeah, it's I a, was saw yeah, him. It's Red Thirteen. It's, it's, he's, yeah. in a, he's an experiment, right? He's like a mutant thing. Um, sort of. There's a race of them, but he has. They were trying to get him to breed with the right. ancients in Final Fantasy VII to yeah to create more ancients effectively. Which and the ancients are uh, Vanessa. You know the uh, the girl that shows up in Cloud's mind basically in pink. Confusing one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Th- that she she's one of the ancients. So they were trying to have a um, a talking cat mate with a sort of person. Oh, why? Yeah, real cool. <laughs> Anyway, so Red 13 is running uh, with two cubs through a canyon to the remnants of Midgar, which has effectively been reclaimed by nature. This is basically a prettied up version of the end of Final Fantasy VII. So this is basically like the last scene you see when the game ends. Mm -hmm. So we cut to 498 years later. That is very specific. I don't see why they couldn't just do like 500, just round it. (laughs) I understand this takes place two years after the events of Final Fantasy VII, but it's just like, just just say 500 years. Seriously, that's... (laughs) Anyway... Uh, so Reno, one of the Turks, is uh, flying a helicopter down into a crater. Uh, Vanessa, this is the crater that a um, meteor hit the ground, and Sephiroth was going to mm. destroy the world from effectively. I see. Uh, I, I called some... it a mysterious snow volcano. <laughs> <laughs> That's this not too so far off. Confusing. <laughs> Everything yeah. about this scene is so confusing. Well, right. Uh, you know what? I do. Sense that this is like a volcano, or like a meteor crater from an evil thing, rather than a mysterious a snow volcano. Makes sense now, John. A little bit, anyway. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, so here's the deal: there is also a complete version of Final Fantasy VII Advent Children that adds another 20 minutes to this movie, which Ooh. thank God we didn't watch. Um, it fleshes this version or this part out a little bit more, um, among other things. So it would have made a little more sense. It would have probably made more sense to you, John, Vanessa. It still would have made zero sense. It wouldn't so. have been worth it. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Um, yeah. Some fight goes on and the helicopter flies out of the crater and flies away. <sighs> so we cut to Marlene, Barrett's adopted daughter, uh, trying to explain Final Fantasy VII's plot in about three minutes to catch up anyone who had the misfortune of getting stuck watching this with zero context. I think I'm it sorry, actually made me more confused, if we're being honest. Okay. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII, even if you play it for the... I'd say 30 to 50 hours it takes to get through it. It is still very confusing. So trying to shrink that down to about a three minute explanation by a little girl is probably not the wisest of moves, but here we are. And this is where we are with it. (laughs) So (sighs) anyway, so now we get to see some of the ruined areas of Midgar for a brief moment before cutting to an area that's still populated. Um, obviously all is not well here as people are hunched over, appearing to be sick. Marlene explains the illness is called geostigma. Yep. They don't really explain that at all ever again. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Uh, the, also the cuts in this are really bad throughout, like the cuts, uh-huh. like through the crowd and stuff, really weird angles and the character models have not aged particularly well either. Uh, the, no, the environments no. look pretty good. I'll say for the most part, like the city, the yeah. city environments, at least not the, uh, more uh, outskirts environments, the more bland rock places. But I think the city itself looks decent. The snowball kind of looked okay too. Yeah, yeah. This movie was, I believe, a look, quite the looker when it came out 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. Um, obviously, hasn't held up very well now because you can literally get games that look better than this just on their running graphics and oh god I, anyway <laughs> we, can't, we can't get hung up on this anyway um so tifa is at seventh heaven cleaning up and seventh heaven is the bar that the gang sort of centralizes around in the beginning segment of final fantasy 7 i'm going to try to give you a little bit of context here vanessa as much as i can but thank for you the most part i'll do what you try can to skim don't worry it. too much about it yeah. okay <laughs> you're gonna need help uh, later. yeah yeah um like I said, just if something is absolutely confusing and makes no sense whatsoever, and you feel like you need it explained, because I, I realize that <laughs> I just described the whole movie, um, do stop me and I'll and I'll try to clarify it a little bit for you. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so the phone continually rings. Tifa finally answers it, and it was Reno, one of the Turks. Uh, she calls Cloud and leaves him a message, letting him know Reno has worked for him. 
And then we cut to Cloud's Buster Sword stuck in the ground. Actually, I'm sorry, Zack's Buster Sword stuck in the ground, rusted, and clearly has seen better days. Cloud's on a motorcycle and then drives off. Uh, three motorcycles pull up to where Cloud was. <laughs> One of the masks. Um, uh, the three of them see where Cloud is and then drives after him. One of them does like a sick stunt and flips over Cloud's motorcycle and shoots him nearly point blank in the face. That kills Cloud and the movie ends. It's kind of a weird <laughs> ending, right? He shoots yeah. him in the goggles and he just it just bounces off the goggles, which was some really some good material. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of action in this in this movie, like a lot. And yeah, like I should it should work for me, but because I you know I, I like over the top anime action, uh, but it really it has no weight the entire time. So it's kind of just no, like really you're doesn't. just kind of like watching these character models fly all over the place, and not, like none of the hits feel very impactful. It's no. yeah, it's it should be cool, but they just fucked it up. <laughs> well, and then a lot of the fights, just like this one, it just like ends. Like nothing happens, but it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cloud gets his glasses shut off. Shut off. I mean, you know, that's something. <laughs> also, this, also, this is when because in Final Fantasy VII, the game itself, which is a PS One game, there is not a lot of uh, you know jumping around. Even like, there's not really any jumping in that game, let alone flying. Which is yeah, there's yeah. Uh, instances where like you have to jump across a ledge, and Cloud will literally kind of squat down, swing his arms, squat down, swing his arms, and then jump basically. <laughs> yeah, but now he's flying basically, which is yeah, it's yeah. this is yeah. this is when they really lean into the anime stuff in Final Fantasy, and uh, I kind of wish it was the other way, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah, or, or or the ending I just wrote that this uh, yeah. that kills Cloud and that ends the movie. I would have liked it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so sunglasses go flying off. One of the three calls the other two back, and they pull back, leaving Cloud and us largely confused as to what the hell just happened. So, yeah. Uh, Barrett calls Cloud and tells him he found a big oil field, and he'll be working there. Oh, good. Uh, Barrett went from being an eco-terrorist to drilling for oil. That's cool. Real real hypocritical of you there, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, he still sounds like someone doing an impression of Mr. T. Yeah, he, so, he sounds like a, he sounds just like a wrestler doing a promo all the time. Um, yeah, he, yeah, it's I I, I I hate it and I like it, so whatever. He's also wearing a white. <laughs> I just, he's also wearing I, a white I, jacket now. You know, not. I also I also just hate it. So yeah. I yeah um yeah I'm just kind of where yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the whole thing with him just who makes a phone call and says like you know and I am the man. It's like. Who the f- like? Who talks like that on a voice message, kid? Right. <sighs> anyway, um, so Cloud arrives at Helen Lodge, real subtle, uh, <laughs> and has a very quick fight with Reno. Uh, Cloud locks him out of the building. And then Rude comes in. Reno says, "Looking sharp to him." And how the hell did uh, how the hell did Reno see that? The, so, <laughs> the, the, the direction of the scene outside. is so, it's so weird. <laughs> Like he walks in, yeah. locks that guy out, and then the other guy walks in, and it's like they're like the two comic relief guys who are not funny at all, but can t- consistently try to be throughout the, throughout the entire movie. Uh, yeah, it, I think they have like a brief moment of like, oh, that's about the end of their uh, humor. Uh, that's kind of the ceiling of it. It's like, oh, I recognize that as a thing that's mildly humorous. <laughs> mildly, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It's a really weird way to introduce all of these characters, essentially. I mean, they're in the beginning, sort of, but beginning is also yeah. Again, I I can't imagine anyone comes to this without actually liking Final Fantasy VII, like outside of you know this podcast. So. <laughs> I would hope. Uh, I, not. I know, I know. So anyway, uh, Rufus Shinra comes out in a wheelchair with a blanket draped over him. Uh, he's obviously got geostigma as well. Rufus wants to hire Cloud to help fight. Kadaj, Laws, and Yazu, the three weirdos from earlier. Hmm. Uh, Cloud refuses and leaves. Uh, just, just to clarify, those those three aren't in the game, so don't worry just, about that. Okay. But also, for a while, I thought maybe they were all like a unit called Kadaj. <laughs> no, they're the Advent Children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or um, I think I think I forget what the Japanese like name of them are, but. They get referred to as the remnants, basically, because they're the remnants of Sephiroth. Yeah, so, that's why he, that's why he becomes spoilers Sephiroth later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, throughout this whole thing too, like I wish I had been able to like see this movie. Well, I would have to rewatch it, so I would 
or do that, but I wish I would just know the knowledge of uh-huh. the movie and then be able to watch it, and then maybe it would make sense. Nice. Yeah, see, this is... <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> Vanessa, again, I just played this game like three years ago and have a pretty good understanding of it, and I still was like, what the hell? Oh so. my gosh, it's just so confusing. All the scenes, every single scene is so confusing. <laughs> It is. It really is. All right. So Tifa and Marlene go to the church that Cloud met Arison. I'm going to say Eris, not Aerith. I'm sorry. It's it's Aerith. Yeah. Her name's Aerith. I, 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 don't, I don't. Go back and play the game. It's Aerith. Sorry. It's Aerith it's, 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 it's in the new one. Is Aerith the ancient one? And, and yes. A, yeah. The girl in yeah, pink. It's okay. TH in the new game. Just, yeah. yeah. They changed it from Aerith to Aerith, basically. Yeah, from the Japanese I'm, language. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just stuck on Eris yeah, still. Anyway, she's no longer with us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She dead or in hell. Yeah. So uh, They find a bandage, and it looks like Cloud might have geostigma as well. Back to Healing Lodge. Kadash has knocked the crap out of Reno and Rude and is interrogating Rufus Shinra. Kadash is looking for something because the reunion is coming. Kadash kneels and seems to turn into Sephiroth for a second. Or something. I don't really know what happened <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, back to the cliff overlooking Midgar. Uh, Cloud puts up the Buster Sword um, back upright, and oh, that's because Kadaj had kicked it over earlier. Cloud talks to Zack, who's sort of symbolized by the Buster Sword, oh, and tells him he promised to live up both their lives. His, like old friend who died before Seven and the prequels to Seven, which is Crisis Core. <laughs> Zack is the guy that looks like Cloud, but has black hair that shows up like near the end of the game or uh, end of the movie. You see. Good old Zach with the yeah. other dead girl. Yeah, Zach, yeah, Zach, there you Zach, go. Zach Fair? Zach Fair? I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah. He tells him he's promised to live out both their lives, but that's easier said than done. Uh, he has a bunch of flashbacks to, of Zach and then collapses in pain as his geostigma starts getting worse. Back to the church. Uh, Laws rolls in and challenges Tifa to a fight. Uh, they fight for a while. Tifa seems to win, but then Laws' cell phone goes off playing the Final Fantasy VII victory fanfare. Like that. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just grabbing for anything at this point in this movie. It's like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did kind of like the scene where Tifa, like, gets flung up against a wall and she, like, it She's... goes into slow-mo for a second and, the, like, the kind of flower thing kind of pops out from her before she launches herself. Yeah, that was kind I of a cool little... This, this mm-hmm. fight was probably the most entertaining fight in the movie. Uh, I'd, uh, but it, it wasn't that good. But like when she, like when she sticks, no. sticks in the wall, like her legs, like one leg stretched out and uh, she launches off. It was pretty cool. When he's swinging her yeah. around and she pews, pretty, pretty good. Uh, I like the sound when the anime makes when they like clench their fists and it like sounds like their <laughs> tendons are just like the are just tight as iron. Uh, I like that. And when she put her gloves on, and did that. I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for that trope. Uh, that's about a, all the nice things I can say at this point. So. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. So the Final Fantasy VII victory fanfare plays in all of its midi glory. And then Laws comes back out and beats the shit out of Tifa. And then Marlene throws Materi at him to distract him. And Tifa tells her to run as Laws is told to capture the girl. I originally thought he meant Tifa to sort of use as like a hostage thing to lure Crowd in. But apparently Marlene will do just fine. Anyway, on the streets of Migger, we see not Denzel, Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> Denzel Curry. Denzel. Yes. The kid Marlene was taking care of earlier, um, talking to another girl who has the geostigma. The girl tells him to come with her because she knows uh, someone that will fix them. They get in a truck with other kids in it, and surprise, Yazoo is the one gathering them up. Yazoo is one of the weirdos. You can tell by the name, even though everybody is. Which, which one is which one is Yazoo? He's the short-haired one? The one that cries? The white hair. Oh, the one with the white hair. Yeah, he's the one with the white hair. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be realistic. It doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> so. you know, hey, these are all individual characters of their own mo- motivations. You know, you guys are just, you know, you're being <laughs> too critical of these guys. <laughs> yep, they all have motivations. They're all looking for a mother. Yeah. Yep, yep. There you go. Yeah. One of them is just really sensitive about mother and cries about it all the time. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cloud comes back to the church and finds Tifa unconscious. Tifa wakes up for a second, shouts Marlene and passes out again. Uh, then Cloud's geostigma starts acting up again, and he passes out. Cloud wakes up in Seventh Heaven. Reno and Rude carry them both to um, him and Tifa back, and the Turks let Cloud know Marlene and Denzel are gone too. I, it is, 
it was really a challenge because I was as I was writing this, I was having to say out loud Denzel. Denzel, <laughs> Denzel to try to break myself of saying Denzel when it popped up. So I think I'm if I slip, I slip, but for the most part I think I, I think I can do this. So anyway, uh Kadaj and Laz are in the Forgotten City. Kadaj is checking out Cloud's collection of materia. Kadaj grabs a piece of materia and puts it into his arm. That's new and not how you use materia, but okay. Why was there just a big chest of that stuff? Like, why was that there? Yeah. Uh, that is Cloud's collection um, after, basically, the materia system is sort of like how you learn magic and gain, like, abilities and stuff. Uh, so that's sort of like, since the game is done, sort of acknowledging that Cloud had all this materia still after the game ended. Mm, I see. So it's just his secret stash of magic orbs. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Stupid. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Tifa and Cloud are talking about his geostigma. Cloud is being emo about it, and then Tifa says, Dilly dally, shilly shally. Of all the things that are stupid about this movie, this is the one that sticks out most in my mind. Not <laughs> only because it's just a stupid thing to say, but it's also delivered so, so terribly. Anyway, uh, Reno and Rude snuck in while Cloud was being emo and tell him that Kadaj <laughs> took the kids to the Forgotten City. And here's where we start getting like interstitial cuts with the past and the present, but it's only like, you know, a few hours of difference in time. And it isn't really entirely clear until a little bit later. that Oh, Oh, this just happened. Oh, this is them flashing back to just a few minutes ago. Okay. I get what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Kadana starts bloviating about the geostigma being a punishment from the planet. And, you know, I, I, honestly, I kind of lost interest, so I stopped taking notes. Uh, it's all really stupid. <laughs> he walks into the water, black stuff rolls off of him in the water, and then he drinks from it. The kids all follow suit, and their eyes turn into cat eyes like Kadaj's. Oh, it's a weird scene. This whole scene was like... It, yeah, with the, with the, it was real weird. With the white trees. and the, is, this, is this a thing in Seven? Are the white trees in this area? Is that in Seven? Yeah, they're, it, it, they're in like just before the area gets to the... Um, the Forgotten City or whatever it's called. Okay. Because that's the city where, like, the ancients basically lived at one point. Okay, because this place is just really strange. And I was kind of confused mm-hmm. as to where all these places were located in, 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 like, in reference to one another. So, like, how close by is this place to uh, Midgar or wherever, like, whatever they call the new city now, I guess? Is it, like, a 10-minute drive or... <laughs> it is... Um, hours of a walk because <laughs> it, in the game because it takes you that long to get there. Um, but yeah, I realistically I don't really remember exactly how far off this thing is because yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Cloud is rolling up on his motorcycle. He seems to space out or something for a second and is in a white room of sorts. Eris is standing back to back with him. They talk for a second and then Cloud snaps out of it as Kadaj, Laws, Lows, Laws, whatever, and Yazu <laughs> attack him. God, this fucking movie. Anyway, Kadaj <laughs> then summons all the kids and they start jumping out of the trees. Cloud jumps off his bike to avoid hitting them, and the three remnants start fighting Cloud. Also, they Cloud he, down. He has oh, he has his swords come out of his bike. He has multiple swords in his bike for sword fighting action. I think he'd yeah. just use a gun personally. <laughs> I think right? that, that would make more sense. Uh, well, yeah, but as as you can see, the sword is mightier than the gun here because he can block almost all but two of the bullets, uh, you know, with the sword. <laughs> So the sword becomes bigger swords and smaller swords. <laughs> sword is always yes, changing yes. into different kinds of swords. It's uh, these are and, the swords he collected throughout the game. That's yeah, what it is. And this, this fight, uh, others wants to wants to not suck so bad, but this fight sucks. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like they're they're just not entertaining, and they should be. They're, and they're just it's just it's just missing something. It just feels ugh. Yeah. So they knock Cloud down, and then a cloak seems to come alive and starts swirling around him to protect him, and yeah. shoots at the remnants as well. This was the most confusing so, part to me, the cloak, the cape. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out this like, is... Oh shit, but that's going to be so confused about this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> confused yeah. <laughs> so this is Vincent Valentine. Um, Vanessa, do you remember the game uh, Dirge's Cerberus that came out for the PS2 when we were working there? That sounds familiar. <laughs> Greg was very, very ecstatic about it. And I think he was its only defender that I ever met where he said it was like a really cool Final Fantasy Devil May Cry. And that was Vincent. Uh, uh, he, well, he, yeah, that's his that own was, game. That was he's sorry, Vincent. He is a party member yeah. in Seven. Uh, yeah. He's an a optional vampire. party member. <laughs> he looks like a vampire. Is he actually a vampire? 
I don't yes. if he actually won. I couldn't remember. Well, he's he, 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 he's not actually a vampire. He's dead, and he sleeps in a coffin. So he's effectively a vampire. And he can morph into a cape. Yes. Yes, he has magic abilities too. He's got guns. Why do you need guns when you can just become a cape? <laughs> I I don't know. Could just be like Doctor Strange's cape and like strangle somebody, I guess. Right? That's true. He's a cape. Maybe he is Doctor Strange's cape. Maybe he is Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Doctor. You know, Strange I've never seen Doctor Strange. <laughs> you know what? I've never seen Doctor Strange, but I think at this point, I would rather see Doctor Strange. It's, it's a lot better. better. It's a lot it's better. A than this, yeah. That's a solid movie. It's like you know, honestly, I don't like that actor very much at all. But at this point, I would. I would oh, I would it's that. a lot better than this Strange. movie. Watch, sure. Just, just watch the movie for the visuals alone. It's worth it. It's uh it's, Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's it's a it's a well, it's a solid Marvel movie. Anyway, yeah, it's like not my first choice, but I yeah. you know yeah. I would watch it. Over this, yes. Yeah. 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 Watch most things. Over pretty much any Marvel movie over this. Yeah. No, not pretty much. Any Marvel movie over this. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Vincent and Cloud are talking for a while. Vincent tells him that the... Oh, you know what, Vanessa? You might remember... Hold on. Let me, let's me let backpedal here on this for a second. <laughs> Do you remember some kid that was trading in his PS2? And I think we all talked about it at the store for... Oh, had to be like six months. That this kid traded it in with his mother. And he... I was like, I'm so depressed, Mom. I have to trade in my PS2. I'm so depressed. I want to play the Vincent Valentine game. I remember that. <laughs> yep, that was that was him. That's. I don't there know if you that, but you guys made fun of that kid for years. <laughs> yes, we did. Yep. I was not. I I wasn't there at the time it happened, but I heard about it from Scott and Greg and. We would always, like, something would happen, and we'd just go, oh, I'm so depressed. <laughs> oh, my God. The Vincent Valentine yeah. game. Yeah. I want to play the Vincent Valentine game. <laughs> oh, I'm so depressed. That game sucks, too. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine being depressed that you couldn't play that oh, piece of shit? God damn it. Oh. oh, anyway. So, yeah. So, that's, um, that's, that that's. Yeah, that's why Vincent Valentine probably sounded familiar to you. Good old Vincent Valentine. We, we made fun of <laughs> that, name. that poor child for years. John, did you say catchy name? It's a catchy name, Vincent Valentine. Yeah. Okay, sure. Anyway, I, I get, that sounds like something who would say, I'm so depressed, yeah. would be into. I mean, he's a vampire, guys. It's alliteration. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a good it's, vampire That name. doesn't mean it's good. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think, you know what? I think we got the one bit of enjoyment we'll get out of this, and that was that Vincent Valentine PS2 story. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Vincent and Cloud are talking for a while. Vincent tells him that uh, Seng and Elena and other two Turks at the bottom of the crater at the beginning of the movie were brought here after to heal up. They had found Genova's head, and that's what the remnants are after. <sighs> um, Vanessa, Genova is an alien. Getting <laughs> <Did we> good? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know that it's mother. Uh, yeah. Is an alien that came to the planet basically to destroy it. Um, and the ancients effectively killed it. If I'm remembering right. And kept it at bay. And Eris is the last of the ancients. So, yeah. Think about like Deoxys and Rayquaza. 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 So Rayquaza yes. is Aerith and Deoxys is Meteor Genova. Yes. But evil. Yep. But evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And also mother. Yeah. <laughs> also mother. I wait like I, I don't know. See like I wish that they would have just, someone would have been like, We're looking for the meteor remnant. Let's call it mother. Okay. <laughs> and then I would have got you know, then most of this would have made more sense. <laughs> I, yeah. Well I, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John, I like I just gave up like as you were getting the first like yeah. half a syllable out, just uh, yeah. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Like, oh, no. Quality stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so there's some rustling in the woods, and then Marlene comes running out. Cloud asks Vincent to take her back home, and Marlene gets mad at him for never no. paying attention to them. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, Vincent's, I, Vincent's way too busy for kids. <laughs> he's got too much stuff going on. He's like, he's like, he doesn't have time to take to take this kid home, even though he ends up in the same place that she lives very soon after this. 
<laughs> yes. And oddly, he doesn't have a motorcycle, so how did he get there so he quickly? He flew with his cape. cape. He is a cape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why couldn't he take Marlene there? Anyway. Really easy. He's not a good guy. He's a vampire. <laughs> he wants to be a vampire. He just wants to be a vampire. Uh, no, he's just depressed, guys. <laughs> so depressed. <laughs> oh, anyway, flashback to Tifa and Cloud arguing um, over going to the Forgotten City. Tifa tells him he needs to figure out what's important to him. Uh, sure, you might not answer the phone, but I don't see you throwing it away either. Uh, which is it, a memory or us? And then back to the White Room, and Eris uh, says, Dilly dally, shilly shally. You know, um, I'd be running away from everyone too if this is how they all talk to me. Dilly dally, just... dilly dally, shilly shally. And that's like, yeah. and that's like a catchphrase of hers, obviously, because he says it enough that it's like, this is not, it was not off the cuff. <laughs> this is something she this, thinks is good. This, this is also not something that's in the game. This is something that Tifa says and Eris says in this movie, and that's it. Do they add this in cannot... for like effect? Yes. Or what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good reaction to that. I didn't. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to the forest. Cloud decides to take Marlene home to make up for his sins? Question mark? I don't really know. Anyway, uh, then we see Cloud's phone floating down the water. Uh, we get the message from Reeve, who was Kate Shee in the game. Kate Shee is the um, one half of Kate Shee is that cat you see that's riding the I other cat later. Name? I thought it was Kate Sith the entire time. No, it's Kate. No, it's uh, it, it's it's Irish. It's Kate. It's Kate Shee. Oh my and that's god! That's the cat on the, the cat on the dog cat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. John, don't worry. I only learned that when Luke was on the podcast with us because, uh, you know, he's Irish. I, so. I guess we'll yeah. learn when the game comes out, Luke. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, uh, let's see. So Yuffie, Barrett, and or, and other messages from Yuffie, Barrett, and Tifa. Then Eris says she never blamed Cloud, and all that mattered was that he came for her. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Cut to Midgar, and the Revenants are sitting there with the kids as a crowd surrounds them, yelling at them. One of them summons some Shadow Wolves, or whatever the hell they are, and they attack the crowd. Tifa runs over to Denzel, uh, sees his eyes, are the cat eyes, same as the Revenants, and Laz and Yazoo have chains tied around a monument in the middle of the square, and then Reno and Rude come to fight them. Rufus is talking to Kadaj about Genova wanting Sephiroth to return to finish off all life on the planet. Kadaj goes on and on and on and on about doing whatever mother wants. Uh, Genova wants to be happy or wants her to be happy. I, I don't know. Uh, then he uses the materia he put in his armor earlier and summons. Here's one that I don't. I, I cannot get a solid answer for as far as pronunciation. Uh, the best I can remember is Bahumut. You're too late. I've already summoned Meteor. The planet is doomed. We'll see about that. Time to call forth Neo Bahamut. Ah, uh, Bahamut. Sorry? It's pronounced Bahamut. No, actually, I think Cloud's right. It's Bahamut. Yeah, see? Now let me drink this ether. I need more Mako points so I can summon Bahamut. Um, MP stands for magic points. No, no, you're both wrong. It's mana points. Hey, I don't think anyone asked for your opinion, Red XIII. What did you call me? Oh, is it Red She? Oh, I never know how to pronounce Asian names. Why can't you have a simple name like Typha? It's Tifa. I always thought it was Tifa. Okay. Uh, Okay, so we can't agree on how certain words are pronounced. It doesn't matter. What's important is that we stop Sephiroth before he can summon Meteor. Have you ever said these words aloud before, or...? Hey, I didn't ride my golden Chocobo all the way from Nibbleheim just to get a lesson in pronunciation, all right? Neo-Bahambit, go! Foolish humans, behold the majesty of Neo-Bahambit. Bahamut is what I always said. Bahamut. Yeah, I, I always said Bahamut too, and then I had heard other people say Bahamut or Bahamut. I, yeah, I, I don't know if there's a correct pronunciation. It's Arabic of some sort. Yeah, I... I um, is he the guy with the gun arm? No, no, it's the giant... No. Uh, dragon. Skeleton dragon thing that they fight. Oh, yeah. With the, with the, tiny, yeah. With the tiny mouth... <laughs> yeah can you imagine being that big trying and like having to eat as many calories as that thing needs to survive and only having that big of a mouth yeah that's just no wonder he's so pissed all the time yeah 
Yeah, he's like, I'm literally like sitting here like eating chicken nuggets, and I literally need a grocery store every day to survive. Oh, I'm just picking that guy eating, get, ordering a ten piece from McDonald's <laughs> now. <laughs> well, that's all he could fit in his mouth is like one at a time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a a shadow wolf goes to attack Tifa, and the Bahubit uh, steps on it. Bahubit starts trying to break the chains. Reno and Rudo run, and then Laz and Yazu chase them. Bahumit uh, gives up and just decides to blast it instead of pulling the chains apart, which probably makes a lot more sense. The Turks and the Remnants start fighting. Rude gets knocked over, or gets knocked, yeah, over, tries to get up, and then a street sign whacks him in the head, followed by Reno landing on him. Reno steps on Rude's glasses as he gets up, but thankfully, Reno's got another pair. Uh, this whole, whole session is such a waste of fucking time. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah a huge yeah. waste of time, and also, it was also confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot happened in this fight, and it lasted for like 20 minutes. Yeah, and the dialogue was so bad. Like, the dialogue in the whole movie is yes. terrible. The voice acting is terrible, too. Every, yes. The dialogue is terrible. The voice acting is awful. Um, and this whole scene is just them talking a bunch, trying to be funny, and not being funny. So yeah, bad. I agree. Anyway, uh, D- Denzel wakes up. Tifa isn't responsive, so he does the stupid, uh, but kind of a baller move and yells, "You son of a bitch!" and charges Bahamut. Uh, which I was like, "Oh, good for you, kid! Like you're gonna charge this fucking like you know dragon, and you don't even have a weapon of any sort." But all right. And then all of a sudden, uh, she snaps too. But Barrett shows up and stops uh, Denzel and starts shooting Bahamut. Then Red 13 shows up uh, with Kate Chi riding him. Bahumet charges at Barrett. Barrett's gun freezes, but Yuffie shows up and saves him. Yuffie charges, and then four Shadow Wolves attack Tifa and Denzel. But then the most grizzled of all the Final Fantasy Dragoons, Sid, shows up and kills them. Oh my god. This is, this is exactly how you said it is how the scene was. This whole thing. The gang's all here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just the worst. It was like, because yeah. it wasn't even like a good, here are all the, here, here are all the characters you love. It was like, uh, we should add them. Let's add a fight here. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And it, the thing is, like, I actually genuinely like Sid. He's he's an alcoholic. He's got a really, like, <laughs> kind of a good backstory. <laughs> he's just a grizzled, like... <laughs> bullet point he's an alcoholic first of all <laughs> oh, oh oh yes yes absolutely uh he swears a lot and i, I kind of dig it he's he's kind of a just a no nonsense kind of like oh whatever like you know everyone else is like let's save the planet oh i'm emo oh i'm a badass soldier he's like i'll just fuck whatever god damn it if you need to fly somewhere all right i'll fly you i would agree, I agree with you except for the part in this movie where his one of his few lines of dialogue is him being very sexist <laughs> it's uh this is like this is this is man talk. <laughs> when, uh, well, when, well, well thankfully, thankfully, Yuffie talking. calls him out on it. Sexist, sexist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So the gang's all here. Uh, Sid shows up and kills them. Then Vincent rolls up, followed by Cloud. Denzel heads back to the bar, and Cloud and Tifa ride off on their bike to join the fight. Uh, side note: Barrett's uh, choice of fishnet shirt and puffy vest is the most two thousands look possible, or mid two thousands look possible. Looking great. <laughs> yep. That that has really aged very well. Uh, Rufus throws off his blanket to reveal he's had Genova's head all along. Then he says, a good son would have known. And then throws it off the building that they're standing on, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> a good son would have known. It's like, geez, what a dick. Yeah, it's like, he was barely covering his face the whole time. But uh, mm-hmm. I also didn't, I also don't understand the dad thing is who is, who is, the, who is Rufus? I don't remember. I don't remember this character. Is he the... Rufus is the... He is the son of the president. Oh, wait, this, of the this guy you fight on the roof of. Sh- yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it now. Roof. Oh, yeah. there it is. Oh, oh wah, wah, the wah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the roof boss. <laughs> right. God damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Anyway, uh, oh, God. Okay, so Kadash freaks out. Um, has Bahuma go flying after it. Then Cloud leaps after him and has every party member fling him up. So they all get some sort of appearance during this stupid thing. Uh, Cloud somehow survives going right through the blast from Bahumut and finally has Eris fling him and he kills Bahumut. Great. Wonderful. Um, Rufus drops the head. Um, again? Because this happened just a second ago and he just does it again, right? Uh... 
Okay. Anyway, because he dropped it, because he dropped it off the edge. You know, it could have been a flashback. Yeah, that's true. Quick flashback to when he was also dropped. That's very. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I I swear we've already done this. Anyway, Kadaj and Rufus jump off the building. Rufus starts shooting Kadaj just before it hits the ground. Rufus hits it with a bullet. Then Alina and Singh show up and shoot uh, nets to save Rufus. Kadaj has Genova, but seems to worry the box is leaking. The remnants take off on bikes with Cloud in pursuit. Cloud does some six stunts while fighting Laws and Yazu. See, it's weird. This movie is, what, an hour and 40 something minutes long? 30 years if you don't count credits. So I like an hour and a half okay. credits. Yeah, that's okay. True. And we are plowing through this walkthrough just because this movie is so much action that it's really kind of it's, pointless in describing. Yeah, it's. And the action is. Yeah, like, there's no, like, moments when the action, I'm like, oh, that was good. I got to mention that. There's, like, none that, it did, like, stuck with me. I kind of, like, it just glazed over half the time when they were fighting. Um, yeah. He cuts a motorcycle in half at one point, I guess, which, and then also, but, and then, like, kicks the other guy into that, and it blows up, but he's fine <laughs> immediately. Like, there's, <laughs> so, like, also the tunnel's super long. <laughs> I think it's the longest tunnel ever made. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It, yeah. And then the dipshits are at the end of it. A, oh, Reno and Rude. Yeah. yeah. They're sitting at the end of the highway with bombs waiting for the remnants. Cloud drives by. The bombs go off, taking out Laws and Yazoo. Okay. We can only assume. I guess, and the, hope. I guess they're all dead. I guess all those characters are dead now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oddly, like, Reno and Rude are still there. So when the bombs go. So, yeah. It, it, but they, they survive, obviously. So, <laughs> anyway, Claude catches up with Kadaj for a second. Kadaj arrives at the church How and starts crying. Church? How do we get to the church? I don't, I, I'm so confused about like the location of places in this movie. Uh, also, why does Cloud live in a broken down church? A lot of questions. Keep going, right. Jason. I'm sorry. He's such a weirdo. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So, so the city that they're driving from is a city built on the outskirts of Midgar. Midgar is, or and the the church that they're that like. Cloud is living in now is the church where he met Eris for the first time. Okay, I thought they, they I thought they, they met on the street. Was that they they meet in the church? I don't remember. I guess. Well, okay, um, yeah, they did meet on the street initially, yeah. but this is but that's where they got like introduced to each okay. other and started talking. Uh, and Cloud saved her from oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Shinra yeah, soldiers. Okay. They had, like a passing yeah. conversation on the street, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So, sells her yeah sells them a flower basically, or doesn't if you're a dick. So. <laughs> Choice. Hey. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Where were they? where the hell was I here? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, they they start fighting on their bikes in the church. Uh, some pool of water rises up and makes it start raining. It heals Cloud's geostigma and then makes Kadaj freak out and runs off. <sighs> then Kadaj and Cloud fight again. <laughs> Sid arrives in his airship with the crew. Vincent explains that Kadaj is like a larva form of Sephiroth. This is uh, my they favorite go on scene and on. because they're like Cloud's fine. We can hang out. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like it'll make not. him. It'll it'll make him feel better if you let him fight Kadaj by himself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then like oh. someone, that's when Sid goes. This is man talk. <laughs> <laughs> sexist, sexist. And then I do. I I did like Barrett's little line of like some of the men here don't get it either. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's just like it's so stupid. This is he's fine. So bad. Let, yeah. Let, let him do yep. it on his own. He's fine. <laughs> yep. All right, so they go on and on about it being Cloud's fight. Uh, Tifa says they've all gotten weaker since their last battle two years ago, but Cloud seems to have found his strength again. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Cloud seems to have beaten Kadaj. Kadaj is hanging on the edge of a building, throws Genova, jumps after it. Cloud jumps after him. Kadaj absorbs the piece of Genova. Just as he lands, Cloud hits him with a sword, but Kadaj has turned into Sephiroth oh, and Sephiroth. the attack. <laughs> it's like, who could have seen this coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gee. Yeah, Sephiroth only is like on every fucking poster or box you know, image of this fucking movie. I mean, also, anyway, also they, had to, they just had to talk in the in the airship about oh, he's always oh, he's, he's totally gonna turn to Sephiroth. <laughs> They're like he's gonna turn yeah. to Sephiroth. So yeah, literally <laughs> called him the larva form. Ew, he's an insect. <laughs> yeah, it just. Uh... Anyway, Sephiroth wants to destroy the planet and use it to destroy other planets. They go on and on and on and start fighting while One Winged Angel plays. Yeah, the uh, Cloud beats Sephiroth. <laughs> the music. Uh, and well, some of the music is good. Yeah, I, well, there's that part where they're fighting Bahumin, I think, and it's just like this like 15 minute guitar yes, riff when that, that just goes on and uh, on. At the the forest, the, the Forbidden City thing. Oh, was that there? Okay, yeah, yeah I couldn't really remember. Yeah, I, I didn't know about how this guitar has to go <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. 
Alright, uh, Cloud beats Sephiroth, he turns back into Kadage, he tries to attack Cloud once more, and then he collapses. Aeris tells him, and, or, you know, talks to him and basically tells him he can die now. It starts raining, and then Kadage turns into the live stream. The rain is falling on Midgar and heals everyone with the Geostigma. Back on the airship, Tifa thanks Aeris for still being there, and they go pick up Cloud. Cloud is looking up at the sky while the rain falls, it being all emo, and then Yazoo shoots him. Yep. And, and, and the movie right there is it. Wouldn't that be a better end? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think my ending point was a lot better personally, I, where, yeah. yeah, Laws just shot him in the face, yeah. so basically, and that was the end of it. Yeah, so. an hour and 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The... Also, Sephiroth has a pretty metal line. <laughs> what he wants to do is uh, take this planet and sail the darkness of the cosmos and destroying other planets. That was a good uh, yeah. line. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think Sephiroth like, is maybe like the one shiny kind of moment in this movie just because you know the, the, the other line after he stabbed Cloud in the uh, shoulder is, tell me what it is you love. This way I can destroy it. Yeah, I, I thought his voice performance was probably the best in the movie. He only had to do a little bit. <laughs> so I guess he... But it wasn't like standout or anything. But it was... I don't know. Sephiroth was definitely the best part of the movie. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I'm not saying I enjoyed it. Oh, I'm just saying no, it's, it's... Yeah, best part <laughs> of the movie. That clear, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no I, just want, no, I just want to clarify. I just want to make sure we were all on the same page here with that. So, anyway, um, let's see. Yazoo and Laws start disintegrating. They tell them they'll all go together, and then Cloud attacks them, and some big explosion happens. Uh, Cloud is back in the white room. Eris talks to Cloud's floating body, and then Zack starts talking too. They send him away, tell him he doesn't belong here. And then Cloud wakes up in the church with the kids surrounding him. He sees his, his old party members. Red 13 tells him some kids still have the geostigma. Cloud takes Denzel into the pool of water and pours some, or and pours some on him. Real subtle imagery of a baptism there. It heals him, and the rest of the kids jump in. Cloud sees a brief glimpse of Eris and Zack as they walk off uh, at the entrance of the church. Eris says everything is all right, and Cloud says he knows and that he's not alone anymore. Mm. And is he a god? That's now? the end. <laughs> See what happened? You, you can... I, I don't know. He's an ancient now. Know, He's Drake? an ancient now. Oh my god! <laughs> that make, that I'll take it. He's a remnant. There. He's on his way to becoming a vampire cloak. And uh, did we ever decide, discover what the geo stigma was? That that ever clarified what the geo stigma is? It was it was unimportant because it's all gone now. <laughs> um, if I'm remembering right, it has something to do with the like the live stream being corrupted, basically after the whole Genova thing. So, but it only affects some people. Oh, whatever, who cares? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Finn, that is the end of this uh, this masterpiece of of uh, cinema. This this capital F film, if you will. Oh boy. So, um, I suppose it's fairly faithful to the source material in a way. Uh, it's just at the same time. Boy, it might be slavishly so, because if you don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII, or even just know an average amount of Final Fantasy VII, you probably have no idea what the fuck you just watched. It's really confusing. It it animates it up quite a bit, too, so that's, you know, for better. So, there's that. Yep. Obviously, we weren't fans of this movie, um, so I'm sorry if we're, we're, we kind of like skipped ahead so we can kind of coincide this yeah. with near the release of the Final Fantasy VII remake that's coming out oh, with like a week and a half of this episode. Um, but yeah, you know, if you, if you happen to listen to this and are angry at us, um, just go play Final Fantasy VII remake instead and just enjoy that. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children is not good and doesn't need to be really included in the of Final Fantasy VII. It was yeah, going to happen eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'll apologize for... I feel like the first half was of this episode mostly just Jason reading the plot because I really didn't have a lot to say about this movie. Uh, I, I, a lot of my questions were answered. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, This movie was... came and went in my life. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> Where do you guys think it goes on the list? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... You know, this might might be way too low for you guys. I don't know. But when I watched this movie, okay. a movie came, a specific movie came to mind as I was watching this. We haven't talked about it in a long okay. time. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at uh, number thirty-two, Fatal Fury Motion Picture. I have, oh. I feel, in my mind, these two have a lot of similarities, um, and that they're both very it's long, too long, incredibly, <laughs> incredibly forgettable, and really uh, confusing. Yeah, and the and the and with unsatisfying action. Yeah. Um. I will. I will actually. I will say. I think I prefer Fatal Fatal Period of this movie. I'm gonna put that out there. <laughs> I, I know Jason's uh, 
uh, relationship with Halo 3 the motion picture. Uh, not a positive one, <laughs> by, <laughs> by any means. <laughs> you know what? My relationship with most of the movies we've seen has not been a positive yes, one, so a, there's that too. That's a particular sore spot in our in the pantheon of the movies we have watched. We all have them. That was, we all have our own that was, individual. I, um, it's like, I, I think that was the first time us doing this um, podcast that I genuinely felt like, I don't know if we can do this. I don't know if we can make it through this because that was so long and arduous. And it just, like I said, for me, it normally takes me about twice the length of the movie to take all the notes and get the detailed stuff. And that was where I was like, fuck, can I, am I going to be able to do this? Like, can I persevere and make it through this? That was my, that was my, I guess my hump of, if I can get over this, I'll be okay. But it's it is still just very much a thorn in my ass to this day. It's very, it's, uh, that was a that was a big. That's the only one we've ever gotten like real feedback on, too, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oddly, <laughs> I, I I I do wonder if we're gonna get feedback on this because oh boy, those Final Fantasy VII fans when they when they like something, they like something. Mm, so so you guys I think mean, under Fatal Theory? <laughs> I do. I'm I'm willing to hear other arguments, but I would put it at number. I would put it. Under Fatal Fury, above Wing Commander, I guess. <laughs> so that's, at that point, I don't care. Except for House okay. of the Dead stays in the box. Vanessa, how about yourself? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I would, I would watch this before I watch House of the Dead. No, no yeah, fucking question. Yeah. yeah, definitely. What about Sin? How do you feel about oh, Sin? Oh, man, Sin is like my Fatal Fury. I fucking hate it, Sin. <laughs> God, well, it's got to go above right? Sin, then, obviously. I'd be okay with things um, under Fatal Fury or above it. Somewhere down there is good. I would still rather watch Mortal Kombat: The Journey Begins than any of those movies ever again. So, <laughs> yeah, The Journey Begins. Has, well, yeah, that's also that was like twenty minutes. Has a comic factor to it. The, the movie is right. really funny to watch because and it's short. <laughs> yeah, and it uh, Dawn of the Enders. That was pretty short, right? That was like a thirty-minute one, hour one, maybe. No, I no, that one was like forty that. something, <laughs> nearly an hour. That was like one of those ones where, if it was on TV, it would it would have been an hour long. Yeah, it was. I feel like Fatal Fury is is up there with one of our longest, at like an hour and forty, I think. Yeah, this this one is right. I think they're around the same length. This movie and Fatal Fury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I am I'm really torn here because. Like I said, I, I, I part of me is I don't know if I want to put it under Fatal Fury because this is pretty bad, or if I want to put this above Fatal Fury just because Fatal Fury is also just a sore spot for me personally. Um, <laughs> it, there's there's just a lot in my brain that I hate about Fatal Fury, and I don't know if I can really. Boy, like I feel like I could probably put this on in the background and be not entertained, but not angry that it's on but <laughs> if i had fatal fury on i would i would start getting i'm trying to think angry. of like any good things we said about fatal fury i just been so long since we watched that movie i'm trying to think of like the positives of it i can just picture terry doing his what's the fuck is the move called i can't remember what his move's called but his, his punch in the ground that's all i can ever picture about that movie a fight in a pyramid i remember that <laughs> and, uh it was pretty violent my snake in scenes they um, fan, a ton of fan service in that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we have. There hasn't been a lot of that lately. It's been that's been nice. <laughs> so, um, I still think I'd rather watch Fatal Fury than this movie. But Vanessa, I, I, I think you're the tiebreaker. Is this better or worse than Fatal Fury? It's a hard one. I think I liked this better than Fatal Fury. All right, Cam Albo. All right, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Our new number 32, Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children. In between Zone of the Enders, uh, 2167, Nidalo, and Fatal Fury, the motion picture. Uh, congrats to Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, for being uh, better than Fatal Fury, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely. How's that? We'll go with that. Yes. Just barely. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, that will that will wrap up this one. Um, next episode, we're actually going to be doing Last Order, Final Fantasy VII. To that will be coming, or that episode will be putting out uh, about a day or two before um, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out. So we're sort of jumping ahead a little bit here just to get our stuff done. Um, following that, we'll be circling back around to what we said before, and that is Alone in the Dark, another Uva Bowl joints, and after that, Pokemon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. Mm. Woo! <sighs> <sighs> Mew, yeah, it's Mew. Yeah, I like At least we get Mew. <laughs> <laughs> Our slogan. Uh, yeah, boy. 
<laughs> it's all right. Uh, that was a movie. That, that was Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. It sure was. So, yeah, I uh, again, I apologize to all the Final Fantasy VII fans, but if you like this, get, get some taste. Good God. <sighs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, I guess I should go beg it for money after that, but <laughs> here we are, oddly. So if you want to support this podcast, and you should, because, God, I mean, just the suffering we put ourselves through for you people, um, go to patreon.com slash games and joke. Over there, you can kick in five bucks. You'll get a, well, you can kick in any amount you want, but for five dollars, you'll get a catch-all feed for the podcast. You'll get a bonus segment with us. And guess who forgot one of the backer rewards? And that backer reward is actually a shout-out on the show. So, once again, I want to shout-out to Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, and Vanessa and John. I think this is a little less awkward when they're actually not on the recording with me to thank them for it. But, yeah, they kick in $5 a month. That's part of the $5 a month tier. So, anyway, I figured I would thank you while I play a little Electric Day Chocobo. So, anyway, um, after a little brief pause here, I guess we'll return with uh, me stumbling through our uh, little Patreon plug at the end. quality audio rate for all the podcasts we do and you also get early access to them so um if you're hearing this and you want to hear last order uh, a few days before we actually release it to the public go ahead and check that out i can't imagine last order is going to be any worse than this because it's 30 minutes and normally we tend to enjoy things that are a little bit more <laughs> on it's like short side it's like, oh, this is over at least uh, i give it a get give it, a <laughs> it was over really fast yep <laughs> yep 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 oh so um, but yeah, uh, so just go kick in a couple bucks over there. I'll keep the lights on. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Multimedia Fail. You can follow me at Jason Ariola. You can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock and John at John Lucero 777. If we went through those plugs for you a little too quickly, just go to the show notes. I've abbreviated them quite a bit um, in the last few episodes, and everything's like nice and handy as far as the links go and everything there. So until next time, trust the fungus. God, I'm so depressed. Suckers!